You're listening to audio from The House, located in Kelowna, B.C. If you'd like to check out more resources, please visit us at thehouseonline.ca. Good to be with you tonight. Uh, If you feel like sometimes the Christmas season becomes a little bit more stressful and is uh, filled with uh, some different levels of anxiety and things, I certainly can empathize. And I've had one of those days that's uh, been uh, filled with a few disappointments and it's, it's not so like the pastors can like have a nap during the day, you know, and we're running out of coffee. It's, um, we actually do our kids' ministry it has grown, and we don't have enough rooms in here in the building. And so on the Sunday morning, we actually do some of our kids' ministry classes out there. And uh, somebody donated the, the camper to us, and it's great. And so on uh, Saturday, uh, we're in there just getting ready for, uh, you know, getting all the craft supplies and all those kinds of things ready and set up and uh, discovered that somebody had uh, forced the window open and had gone into the trailer and broke a table and a few things and uh, rifled through everything. And it actually got broken into last year and everything got stolen out of it. So there's really like nothing in there except for kids' crafts and snacks and kids' Bibles. And they took all of the kids' snacks and, uh, and rifled through everything. I'm hoping they took one of those like kids' Bibles and they're gonna get right with the Lord. And, um, and anyways, and, and just left it in a mess. And so we found that on Saturday. And so we got all together, all ready, all set up. And uh, this morning came in and somebody had thrown a large rock through one of the windows and smashed the window out and got in and did the exact same thing and just went through everything and ate all of our snacks again. I guess they were hungry. And, um, and oh, it's so disappointing and so discouraging. And so I had to cancel the kids thing this morning and just dealing with all of that. And what a hassle it's gonna be with insurance and just trying to get it. It was cold and snowing. We had to get like plywood up to kind of, and I'm, I'm hoping that it doesn't, you know, get broken into again tonight. That just seems to be, I don't know if it's, you know, maybe making some assumptions, but with all the different things going on in our city and, um, you know, maybe homeless people who are just looking for a warm place or looking to, you know, find some, something they can steal for money or whatever it is, but just seems to be one of those things that's affecting our culture and certainly affects us here. And it's, it's kind of disheartening. And, um, and then this morning, so we have two services in the morning, and Yost, who's one of our worship leaders, and he helps us here on, the, on our staff team, is a great part of our, of our ministry team here. He uh, was leading this morning, and he, had to, he sent us a message early this morning saying he was really sick, and he's unable to lead, and so we had to kind of scramble and get other people, and it's just such a last-minute thing with two services. It starts at 9 o'clock, so, you know, trying to, can you imagine getting a phone call at like 6.30 in the morning on Sunday morning, like, hey, can you come lead worship? And uh, so those are stressful kind of things. And the band just finally, like, you know, they did so well. They put everything together, came in. And, um, and then we had technical sound issues this morning. And uh, we have two soundboards. We have one at, the, one at the back there, and then we have one up here that the monitors. And this one talks in Hebrew, and that one was talking in Greek. And they just were not getting along this morning. And so the whole band was here early to get ready. And we didn't even have any like band rehearsal, sound check, no nothing. And it took us a while. We finally got everything working, like just a couple minutes before the service. And I was so like all this stuff that happened, it was like, you know, that stress and that kind of like, oh, and I'm like, I'm preaching on the peace of Jesus. And everything this morning just went out the window. Like it is, and I don't know the irony, I don't know why it is like when we, when I would to preach on like the peace of Jesus, all that happens and I, I wanna preach on healing and I feel like I'm getting sick. Next week, I'm gonna talk about embracing poverty and uh, I'm hoping that uh, Jesus blesses me with, uh, with uh, lots of riches this coming week. Um, 
I wanna read this passage of scripture in John 16, 33. It's just a verse, actually, that I think is so great and something we're gonna come to throughout tonight. It says this, Jesus is speaking. He says, I have told you all this so that you may have peace in me. Here on earth, you will have many trials and sorrows, but take heart because I have overcome the world. I love what Jesus says here. There's so much goodness and so much truth and so much to embrace about this one verse that Jesus has overcome the problems of this world. He says, you know what? There are problems, there are troubles, there are difficulties, there's disappointments in this life, but take heart because I've overcome the world and there's peace in me. I love that picture of Jesus. One of the areas that we're really tight on space here at the house is in a, a lack of offices. We have, we have no like private offices. If you wanna uh, have a pastoral counseling meeting or a pastoral session with somebody, we, we don't have any kind of private space for those kinds of meetings. We have no quiet space for studying and uh, doing, doing prep work and things like that. Uh, we have no secure place to do our, our financial stuff and document storage. And it makes it kind of difficult for us to do a lot of what we do because the kids' ministry kind of took over and took over our office spaces that we have. And we all share this one little office area just across from the coffee shop. Sometimes there's four or five of us working in there. And, um, and that's great. We all get along. But sometimes you just, it's, you know, you, you just need some, some privacy and some, uh, some study space and some meeting space. And uh, we're hoping to add a full-time female pastor sometime in the new year. And I keep thinking, like, where are we going to have these people work? Like, where are they going to, how are they going to fit? And, and so we've been looking at uh, trying to figure out something for our office scenario. And we've been looking, we looked at three different offices nearby here that we could lease. We looked at leasing a unit up across the, up across the way here in that new development that's just up here across the street. Uh, we looked at renting or leasing you know those sea cans and getting the sea cans kind of converted over uh, into offices and kids' rooms and maybe actually getting rid of the camper and putting some sea cans out front. And we looked at kind of everything. And in the course of our investigations and trying to figure something out, we actually, f we discovered something and it, it, it's like a perfect solution for us. And I tell you when, you, when you don't know the way forward and you're thinking like, man, how, where is, how is this gonna work? Like, how are we gonna keep moving forward? And I'm thinking in the church, and how do we keep moving to the next level and keep growing and keep doing all these things and, and make all of this work? And, and you can go through times where you don't know how you're gonna move forward. And it can be really discouraging. It can be full of disappointments. But when you finally get a glimpse of like, oh yeah, that, that's like, okay, it's, a, it's like a breather valve. It like lets the pressure off. At least for the next year or two years, it's like, okay, I see how this is all gonna come together. And so moved and uh, a new, new owners took, took it, uh, they bought the building, they just took possession of it. And so we have been in, in discussion with them about the parking, about continuing the parking you know, with the new owners, because we've been using that uh, for a parking lot for, uh, for a number of years, and it's been really a, a good blessing for us. Had a great relationship and good neighbor policies with, with, uh, with our neighboring businesses. And so in the course of that discussion, I discovered that they had uh, some office space that they weren't going to be using, that they, the building is for, you know, they bought it for future growth. They are not gonna fill all the areas. So there's a whole area uh, on one end of the building that's beautiful office area. It's got its own entrance. It's got four glassed-in offices that, that all face into a great big common work area room 
probably fit about 20 people or more people, a big table, board table in there. We could do like youth Bible studies and youth stuff over there, and we could do kids' classes on Sunday morning. We could work there during the week, and kind of, we're so close, just kind of come back and forth. And because we'd be tenants there, we'd secure parking, and it's fully furnished, it's modern, it's bright, it's a perfect scenario. And like the, the price is good and everything is like just lining up. And so we signed the kind of, you know, in principle and talked to them and we set the deal to move in into uh, on January 1st. And the staff team is so excited and it's so great to have that. Yeah, it's great. Until, until I got this text message just a week and a half ago that says, hi, Chad. We've discussed renting the office space with our lawyers. Ah, oh, you know when lawyers are involved. No offense, okay, if you're a lawyer here, we, we need lawyers. It says, we've discussed renting the office space with our lawyers and have decided that we aren't going to rent them out but keep the building for our own use. Also, at his advice, we'll also need your church to find alternative parking rather than in our lot. Uh, sorry and thank you for the understanding. I'm like, I don't understand. I don't understand that at all. And I'm like, so, you know, I'm like texting back and forth and we're talking back and forth and, and it's, it's a done deal. That's just, the, that's just what they're gonna do. That's the approach they're gonna take. And so uh, if you parked over there, you gotta go move your car because they're gonna tow you. Uh, you can't park in that, in that lot anymore. And I tell you, it is so incredibly disappointing. Not only did we lose our our offices and like having this sense of like, okay, here's where we're gonna go for the next couple of years and it just kind of just helps. And it gives some like, okay, yeah, I've got some vision, I've got some clarity and we're gonna do this. And it's such a, it was such a blessing. And then all of a sudden, it's like, it's like it gets pulled out right from under your feet. And the discouragement and the disappointment that sets in, and it's like not only losing that, but, but losing the parking, it's like going backwards. And it's kind of like when you're, you're like cruising along and it's a beautiful day and you're in your sailboat. I know a lot of you have sailboats, so that's like a, you really identify with this illustration. But you're in your sailboat, you know, and you're cruising along and all of a sudden the wind is gone. Like it just, just stops. And you're kind of like... <laughs> it's like it just... You are not going anywhere. You're just stopped. And sometimes that's what happens in life. Like discouragement and disappointments and things you didn't see coming. Things change. They're out of your control. It's not what you planned. It's not what you expected. And it just changes everything. And those things happen to us. I was so deflated, so disappointed. And I think that we all experience disappointment. I meet with courageous people every week who are experiencing disappointment and yet going through it, yet facing it and finding a way through. Some of them are facing disappointment in health, the bad news of a new diagnosis, the continual struggle of living with a chronic condition, a chronic pain. Health issues can come out of the blue and knock us off our feet. Disappointments in our careers. Perhaps you're struggling with your job. Maybe you feel like you're in a kind of an unhealthy, toxic environment or workplace. 
not satisfied or fulfilled in your career choice, wonder if what you do matters or makes a difference. And maybe it's your, maybe it's your course, maybe it's your career path choice. Maybe you're like three years into four and a half years of school and you're like, I hate this. I don't even want to do this. You're like, what is this? Is, am I wasting my time? And that sense of like uneasiness and restlessness and sometimes that disappointment that rises up. Disappointments in our finances when you're struggling with the weight of debt. Disappointments in others. So many of us struggle with hurt and disappointment in other people, people who love us, people who we're close to, people who let us down. Disappointment in self. This is a growing problem in our culture. Some people are overwhelmed with feelings of self-loathing and self-hate. We're a culture unhappy with our body image and the way we look. We're a culture unhappy with the state of our life. Feelings that we'll never be good enough, smart enough, rich enough, accepted. We're never going to be attractive enough. We, we like, are, are holding these standards and we're so disappointed in ourselves. Our culture is gripped with mental health issues of anxiety and depression. It is off the charts. Our university campuses are overrun with people who are in need of help and counseling and support with these things. It's a leading issue. Any clinical counselor would say that by far, way over 80% of the things and unsatisfied in, in self, it affects all of us. Disappointment affects all of us. And, and the interesting thing is that as being a pastor for a long time, I've discovered that the Christmas season tends to amplify the disappointments in our life. It's, it's a difficult season for a lot of people because it looks like everyone else is happy. Everyone else is a part of a perfect family except you. Everyone else has romance, not just the Hallmark Channel, but everybody in your life is full of amazing romance. They found their person. They're happy in love. And no one else feels lonely except you. Everyone has a warm and peaceful and loving home base except you. And sometimes the disconnect between our life and the reality of our life and the nostalgic image that the Christmas season puts forward is suffocating. Like it's like you just feel even like, oh. And if you're facing disappointments in your life, please know that there's hope in Jesus. John 16, this verse we read in the beginning, I love it, it says, I've told you. Jesus says, I have told you all this so that you would have peace in me. 